All right, bull dragons, it's been a long day. How about we end it with the story? The story of the traveler and the merchant. This story is important in Changeling culture, as it actually accounts for their creation. It's a shame Maxon is asleep already, but perhaps they've already heard it. Back before the current gods who guard the domains of the plains, magic was not as commonplace as it is today, and it was especially not as common as it is here in the academy. Most people would go their whole lives being lucky to see anyone perform even a simple act of magic. Beings with powerful magical abilities did exist though, and the two important to this story are the Traveler and the Merchant. They probably had real names, but none of the Changeling's oral tellings of this story have ever included them. The Merchant was a collector of rare objects, and occasionally a seller. Greed and a lust for power carried him through life. He had built up a collection of powerful artifacts, but he could never have enough. Then there was his partner, the Traveler. The Traveler cared little about material things, instead he valued experiences. He would travel from place to place with the merchant, seeing the world and meeting new people. He also had a reputation for causing mischief wherever the two went, but would never ask for any of the loot they would come across. And this makes it easy to see why the merchant traveled with him in the first place. Anyways, one day the merchant was on the search for the Silver Tear of Tamora, a sword that granted luck to its wielder, and was crafted from the Tears of Tamora herself one of the only gods we know of from this period of time. This search brought them to Arazael, home to one of the largest temples to Tamora. The goddess herself is rumored to have stayed here for many years. When the duo arrived in Arazael, they found themselves in the middle of the Atriere celebration. This festival was held once a year and was meant to bring in two heroes of legend. You see, it was prophesied that one day an army of otherworldly beings would come to conquer the plain and they would start with Arazael. But certain versions of the story tell of a merchant and his traveling friend who, after being drawn in and swayed by the town celebration, would single-handedly drive off the army. You can probably see where this is going, and it took all of two minutes after the two showed up for the traveler to begin using his magic to create spectacles and trickery among the people. Along with that, people gathered all around to see the merchant show off his collection of magical artifacts. The merchant, happy to have an audience to brag and boast to, brought out objects of great power that would awe any crowd even today. These artifacts ranged from an animated flying carpet to the deck of many things, and I'm sure I don't have to tell you kids how rare that deck of cards is. They had successfully cemented themselves as the legends of prophecy, and the merchant was given the silver tier of Tamora to protect Arazael. Some people argue over whether or not they intended to fool the town, but I assume it was at least a little intentional. The two were told the details of the prophecy, and were astonished to find out their opposition would arrive at sunrise. With most of the town drunk and passed out, and only two hours until dawn, the merchant packed up Tamora's silver tear and called for the traveler to follow him out. But the traveler would not go. The traveler was a stranger to responsibility, but how could he leave the people who saw something in him, who put all their trust in him? The merchant tried to bring the traveler to his senses, but an hour passed and sunrise was just beyond the corner. The two exchanged one last handshake before parting ways, and the Traveler made his way to the town's gate. The Traveler indeed met an army of creatures he had never seen the likes of in his life. Unarmed, outnumbered, and facing an unknown enemy, the Traveler had but one trick up his sleeves. The deck of many things. The merchant's prized possession. The Traveler had swiped this one artifact from the merchant before they split paths. The traveler headed straight through the army and looked the creature who seemed to be leading the force dead in his eyes, preparing for what might be his final prank. If he could be beaten in a simple card game, the town, the villagers, and himself were all theirs, he exclaimed. But if not, the creatures left and never bothered the townspeople again. The traveler received a response, 
but strangely it came from his own mind in a voice he had never heard before. The Traveler explained to the voice that he was to declare to draw one card and then do so. The being had no intention of leaving should he lose the game, but as fate would have it, luck was on the Traveler's side. The leader drew the scales of balance, a card that twists your minds, your motivations, and your morals. As he looked around and paused, he felt a disgust growing him towards his group, what they had done, and what they were planning to do. The leader fled from the town and a confused army fell into chaos before retreating into the distance. Now of course, Tamora, goddess of luck, trickery, and avid prankster was watching these events unfold. How could she not be? This was the fate of her followers after all. Tamora let out a hearty laugh that shook Arizale. This mortal had faced an army and put his fate in the hands of luck and trickery. Needless to say, Tamora was impressed and did what she does best. She made a very impulsive decision. The Traveler was granted a divine spark, which made him at least partly a god. And all this was without his knowledge. The Traveler had won the war, but the battle wasn't over. Nothing stopped the creatures from returning. Luckily, he had one last plan. The Traveler planned to teach others to morph their appearance and evacuate the town, which was now a prime target. However, the Traveler was not aware of his divine spark, and his newfound power spread into the citizens, who could now shape and change their appearance at will. Throughout the years, the Traveler would lead his new followers through the plane, making sure to guide, protect, and prank them along the way. So what happened to the merchant? Good question, Proto. Tamora was not a fan of unchecked greed, and she couldn't believe that someone who spent so much time with the Traveler would abandon him and her people, who had given him her silver tear. Tamora delivered what she thought was an appropriate punishment. If the merchant wanted to spend his time using his powers to collect wealth and hoard it, then he could do so in a more appropriate form. The merchant was thusly transformed into an Arcanoloth, a humanoid creature who closely resembles a fox. These creatures are known for seeking ancient artifacts, wealth, and for their malevolence. This form would show him as the threat he is to the plains. And what about the Traveler? Are they still around? Excellent observation, Cole. Well, there are a pretty decent amount of recorded sightings of the Traveler, causing mischief in the world. But for about the past three centuries, they've stopped. That is until just a few decades ago, when our academy was founded. Was it a coincidence? I like to think it wasn't. Who knows? Maybe he's watching us right now. But probably not. Now, you guys should probably get some rest. Your schooling starts tomorrow and we still have to make the walk back to campus. Can you guys believe it's only been like a few hours since your orientation test? Personally, it feels like months.